You're tuned into Let's Talk Life XM with Shante Gamble on Mixed Talk Radio. The most chill internet radio station in Houston. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the show. We are continuing our conversation on redefining success because, you know, yep, I'm going to say it again. You know, social media paints just a very narrow view of what success is. I don't really feel like it shows the beginning, the middle and the end. So when we can really openly talk about some of our challenges, our successes, then we're able to see, oh, maybe I really am successful. Maybe I really have been doing a good job all along. So I'm not going to get the show kicked off before I allow my brand new guest in the studio to introduce herself. Welcome. Hi, guys. My name is Alicia Mitchell. I'm the owner of the podcast OTC, and I'm from Dallas, Texas. Tell us about your podcast. Yes. So my podcast is about uh, self-improvement and personal empowerment. How it started was I had all these deep emotions and darker feelings that sometimes it's hard to express to people. So I just put it all in my podcast. So we just have different episodes with different topics emotionally to try to help self-improvement and personal empowerment. What was your most memorable show? Ooh, um, trauma bonding. Um, yes. Yeah. So that one speaks about bonding to traumatic experiences. And that one was the most memorable because it touched based on um, one of my best friends I lost on my birthday this year. So I wrapped all those emotions into um, that traumatic experience life after death. It's just amazing. It's like a testament to us just keeping forward, keep moving forward, persevering through some of the hardest time and trauma bonding. When you said that, I was like, man, that's a, that's a deep, that's deep. Yes. Yeah. So trauma bonding, like I said, is basically when you're bonding to traumatic experiences. So this podcast shows you how to recognize when you're bonding in friendships and works and jobs. I mean, you can bond to traumatic things to everything and then it just shows you some things of how you can kind of pull out of it and recognize it when it's happening i'm all here for y'all let's go and support that now let's jump right into today's topic is redefining success agility now when i really looked at the characteristics of success y'all y'all know i'm always taking notes right and i'm like okay so what are some different aspects of success that we're you know we're really not talking about or fantasizing about or really aiming for and when i saw agility i'm like oh okay i mean i get the general concept of it right but you really don't see it when it comes to leadership you really mostly see it when it comes to like sports or some some uh some sort of physical activity but really when we think about it we have to be agile in our goal for success because in my experiences success has not been a straight a to b type situation what about you when you heard the topic uh redefining success agility what was the thing that came to you so the first thing that came to mind when i thought about agility was strength so like you said, it can be referred to sports. You got to have strength to play certain type of sports, but also in life, you need strength. You need to accept your strengths, your weaknesses, and your success and your failures. 
I love that. Now, I'm all about strength, and I just uh, wrote a blog topic about power, exercising your power. Now, I went over to my mom's house, and I saw, you know, that quote, and I was like, man, that's good, you know, because I'm in a season where that's exactly what we have to do, what I have to do. And exercising your power, it it, it seems so common sense, right? Okay, of course, yeah. you you would do that, of course. But really, when you're in the thick, it, the thick of it, and, you know, know it's getting a little tough it's getting hard people leaving things leaving dreams dying you really do have to have that inner strength that says you know what it is what it is and I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be so I I uh, I totally agree and I like that perspective of strength how have you built your strength over the years um just by adapting adapting to the certain situations like you said we're in an ever-changing environment environment the digital world and by continuously improving myself you can never be better than you were yesterday so you have to be better each day and every day and just have continuously improved I agree with that. Like, you know, I'm not in competition. I like that quote. I'm not in competition with anybody but who I was yesterday, right? Because it's always a challenge to change. I mean, it's a choice, but sometimes it's a challenge because I'll be honest, my, tra okay, I'm transparency moment is coming quick today. You know, there are sometimes like, I don't want to be a strong black woman. I want to be soft and delicate, but do I really want to be soft and delicate when times get tough and I am required to need some strength? Do I really want to be soft and delicate in those times? So I like what you said. Now let's talk about being adaptable. What was some of the things you had to adapt in over the last couple of years with, with your podcast? About being open. So for me, like you said, as black women, we're taught to be strong in our emotions. So I learned that balance. So to allow myself to be vulnerable at times, and sometimes I have to use that strength out of that vulnerability. So some of the things that, you know, was hard for me was being raw, having these emotions, and you'll see it in my podcast. I love that. When you said being vulnerable, now a lot of people think, oh, okay, well, that person is being vulnerable, then they're weak. You know, they're soft. You know, that's, you know how strong you have to be to let someone in. And, and I say, see the naked you. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about spiritually, emotionally, mentally. See you naked, not with none of that. Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. Or, oh, it's a good day. All is well. Like, all these catchphrases that we say, well, we know all hell is breaking loose in our lives. So I like that when you talk about vulnerability, that is a real place. Now, how do you find balance in a place of vulnerability? Um, just by accepting who I am. Um, like you said, knowing that some days I'm strong, knowing some days that I'm weak. So by me accepting these things, then I can be the best version that I need to be. And see, that's what agility is. And when we talk about success, I don't want us to limit this conversation to entrepreneurs or, you know, people in podcasting or radio or media. This is not just a one dimensional conversation. This success, it could be like we talked about last week, going throughout the day and crying once. 
you know, or getting through the next 10 minutes successfully without, you know, <laughs> raising hell where you at. So it's, you know, it's, it's certain places that we can find ourselves in in life and they require different elements of us. And if we are able to adapt and it just goes back to not always having to go back to the drawing board and erase it all. How have you dealt with, you know, just that understanding that I don't have to start completely over. I'm just accepting the transformation. That's it. That's what's very important. And my podcast is one place I don't have to be perfect because I'm a perfectionist. So um, sometimes I'll trip over words and kind of stutter. And sometimes when you're a perfectionist, you want to go back and do it over and over and over. And I just tell myself, stop, let them see the real you. Well, I love that. And we're going to drop the mic with that. And y'all enjoy. You're tuned into Let's Talk Life XM with Shantae Gamble on Mixed Talk Radio. Mm -hmm. The most chill internet radio station in Houston.
we're going to pick it back up now. We were talking about vulnerability. We were talking about, you know, how do we really stay in a place of vulnerability and balance it? Because sometimes we get there and then we're oversharing or over committing or just wide open. And you can't always keep the door wide open to your heart, to your dreams, to your goals, to your vision. Sometimes you got to crack that door and you say, everybody can't fit through this crack right now where I am in life. And I think it's very important to understand that when we make good decisions, they don't always feel good. Have you ever had a decision where you knew it was the right thing, but it felt awful? Yes. Um, and that's in friendships. So sometimes we outgrow people. And with this podcast, because I'm exploring my inner emotions and feelings, that some people aren't really the, ready to face their trauma. So I have to outgrow them. And even though I know it's the best decision, it hurts because these be long term friendships. Man, that is when you have to accept that everybody can't ascend with you, man, that that's a whole nother situation, you know, because you think, you think, oh, well, we're here together, we go there together. And I can look back and, you know, appreciate each leg of my journey. And I understood that everyone served a purpose, whether they were still here or there temporarily. And even me in certain, you know, other people's lives, I was only there for that one moment for them. And just for me having this big heart, that has been something I've always struggled with is the let go. Now, what was some of the things that helped you let go? The first thing I realized was when they say the term is very lonely at the top. I didn't really know what that meant, but what we're speaking about is what it is. I had to let go of these expectations. And one of my podcasts is called Boundaries. I didn't have any boundaries. That's like you said, I had a big heart. And so I had to set expectations within my boundaries just so I could respect myself. Man, I boundaries is a, <laughs> a bad word. It's a no-no word. Boundaries? You know how many people freak out just because you realize that you need to set some and now all of a sudden they're panicking. And that's a good indicator of who really isn't truly for you. So if you're wondering, like, well, how would I even know? I mean, start setting expectations for your own self. Start evaluating you and say, Shantae, nope. Or, you know, Alicia, nope. We can't we can't accept that. We have we have to say no this time. Right. Last time we said yes. But now we have to say no. And then while you're communicating these things, you'll be able to see by how people respond to the boundaries you're creating or the expectation for your own self. And I think we get lost in expectations because half the time they're so lofty. They are. And I call them invisible boundaries. So you set these expectations and boundaries for someone else and they don't even see them. So it's like they're very heavy. But like you said, the first part is you need to set those expectations for you and the boundaries for you. And then you'll kind of follow through and they'll bleed through your life, whether they respect them or not. And you'll learn to trust yourself more. And I was wondering, like, man, why can't I just settle on decisions? You know, it's because I didn't even have any expectations for me. They were all external expectations. And when I say expectations for yourself, just know what you what who you are for one. Just know who you are, because when you know who you are, you know what you want, what you don't want. You'll know what you'll deal with and what you won't deal with. And when you know those things, stand firm on those things. 
stand firm on those things. Now, we're, we're in a changing world. I mean, social media will paint so many beautiful pictures. Don't get me wrong. I love social media. Y'all know I will take a selfie with a complete stranger just to get a good picture. I ain't going to lie. But when the world is constantly setting these different standards, it's changing. How do you navigate the pivot when you also have to change for your current situations? Um, first off, sometimes I have to take a step back. So I am all for social media breaks because they help you get in tune with what's around you. Because like you said, when we're in the digital world, so you're looking at a virtual uh, reality. You need to come back to augmented reality, which is not 3D. So for me, like you said, it's about meditation, taking breaks and say, is this for me? Is this the best thing for me? And I like that because we sometimes we just we we think what's best for me is what was best for someone else. And we don't do that work. And when when I tell y'all to dig in, this is what digging in looks like. Figure out what worked for you. Because what worked for them may not work for you. And that may cut out some frustration you might be feeling. You might be trying to apply a strategy to your problem, but it's not your solution. And that's where we see the power of the pivot. And, yeah, it's still happening. We're still in the after effects of 2020. And it's not even 2020. It was before then, too. It's just that 2020 exposed a lot of things that we were so well with dealing with. What was the time when you had to pivot? You knew it, this was not it. You had to change course. Uh, changing my careers. I completely changed the path of my career. Um, but I could see now from back then that whatever the things that I were doing, insequential or not, was building up to this moment. So I started in medical and pharmacy. And then I got really into activism, editorial, and just being for my people and being for the people. I love that because, I mean, I just feel like you have to continuously evolve if you want to stay effective in purpose. And people think, oh, well, this is the you can only do one thing. Oh, I can't stand that mentality. Now, some people are called. They have a gift and they utilize it to the fullest. And that is perfectly fine. I feel like if you have one, 10, 20, you have to be using them. Or at some point in your journey, have used them. And I love when I see beautiful souls that continuously allow for evolution to happen. I believe evolution is a choice. Yes, it is a choice. Um, Because when the root word of evolution is evolve. So you want to continue to evolve. And evolution started in the prehistoric age. And so we think when they talk about the dinosaurs and then we get to the cavemen and then we get to look how evolution just keeps going. So keep evolving. That's what you have to tell yourself. We're going to drop the mic there. Y'all enjoy.
Now that we're back from the break, we were talking about evolution. Evolution is crucial if you want to continue to find out more about who you are. I feel like evolution will be from the day we're born to the day we die, right? And it's the everything in between that makes life beautiful. Now we're talking about uh, staying focused. Now, like I said, from beginning to end, that's a long time. We change, we grow. Now, in the season of transition, when you're transforming, you're, you know, you're evolving into a higher version of yourself or a deeper version of yourself for some people. How have you stayed focused and not allow the distractions to get you off course? Oh, that's a very hard one. Um, I had to learn the butterfly effect first, which is the caterpillar, the cocoon, and then the butterfly. So those different stages will try to help you, you know, face parts of yourself to stay focused. And that's why we can't stay focused. We're not wanting to focus on certain aspects of our lives so we can move forward. For me to stay focused, I got to stay grounded. I got to stay humble. Um, and I just got to be hungry. Ooh, I like when you say hungry. Now, this is not like uh, hustling, right? 
Hustling yeah. and hunger ain't the same, y'all. Come on, y'all killing me yeah. with this hustle. Y'all killing yourselves out there hustling. You're stressed out, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not taking care of yourself. I think hunger, when we replace hus- hustle with hunger, we can include wisdom. When it comes to making those changes and making those tough decisions and when to really step back, because I love that you said step back because sometimes you're just too close up on it. What what have you been able to see in times when you've stepped back? Um, Just the whole bigger picture. So a lot of people know me as being the bigger picture person. So I'm a type of person that will jump to the finish line and work backwards. So that's how I'm able to see the bigger picture. And it may not work for other people. You might have to start at the finish line and create the vision as you go. So for me, it's like, that's just how I create a substantial amount of just love for myself. Oh, that is beautiful, y'all. I mean, and like I said, sometimes we're trying to apply someone else's strategy to our circumstances, and it's just not our solution. And, you know, the I think for most of us, the number one instinct would just be to quit and be like, well, maybe I didn't see this thing right, or maybe I didn't hear correctly from my creator, or, you know, or maybe the my gut instinct was wrong this time. But it's really in those moments that you should hold on even harder. You hold on and you step back. And I like you said, you see a bigger picture. Sometimes we so focus on one thing that we don't realize that there are many things all connected, right? And then when you step back, you have a bigger perspective. Now, for you, how important is having a wide sense of perspective? It's very important because I used to be very narrow-minded, which makes you super laser-focused. So like you said, when you're narrow-minded and super laser-focused, you can't see these certain aspects that you have to go through and put together. It's like a puzzle. got to put all those pieces together. If you put it in the wrong place or you lose one, that picture is not created right. So for me, it's like I have to allow myself resilience and grace, which is another episode on my podcast. And those are two opposite spectrums. You have a strength and a weakness. So in order, but they go hand in hand. So you want to allow yourself grace through the moments that you feel weak. But when you get out of that weakness and see the bigger picture, pick up that resilience. Yeah, it's like um, in, in the blog post that I just wrote about, it's like, um, you know, hope is also intermingled in there. You know, hope is the muscle of faith. You know, when you um, when we do feel weak, we can ask for grace and we need to give ourselves grace. We're always seeking grace from some someone else or something else. But sometimes grace is an internal thing. It's a self thing. It's okay. You're not perfect. So you made a mistake. Let's go and reflect about it. Is there anything you could have done differently? Yes or no? Was it in your control or out of your control? Most of the time, I'm sorry, it's out of our control. And that's why you have to accept the circumstances. Let it crumble and let it rebuild. And sometimes if you have a strong foundation, that foundation foundation is still going to stay in even though it crumbled. It just gives you a better um, way of how to build the structure. I agree. I agree. And I've, I've watched dreams crumble and fall. 
and went once the dust settled and i've i've had the same scenario happen again but when the dust settled it was all still there and that's why you have to redefine success in the first situation i felt like a failure but i wasn't a failure i tried i succeeded the season was over that's it yeah i agree a season is there for a reason and we have all these seasons within the year. And they have to be here for photosynthesis, for the environment to grow. So you guys to believe that every season is going to begin and end. Every season has a end date. So if you're struggling, if you're out there and you're struggling with something, no, it has a day that it's going to come to an end. And I was writing, you know, yesterday and, and I said, um, you know, there will be a time where all you will have to take is one more step. We had to think about it. You only do, you may only have to make one more phone call. You may have to send one more email or greet one more person. You know, some people are like, I don't even want to, no new friends. No new, yeah. no, I, it might be that new friend that's going to take you to a new level. I had to get out of that, you know, because I'm very loyal. So I like to stay within my circle. But like I said earlier, I was growing out of my circle. So I had to get around people that do things like I do, like me and Shante, we're doing the same thing. So that would draw me to, you know, want to talk to you and stuff. It's like, Hey, here go a new friend. Let's go. Let's, let's bond. <laughs> hey, new friend. Nah, y'all hey, know I'm real super friendly now. Y'all might see yeah. us <laughs> with a selfie. So, <laughs> but and you I know, just in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on back, girl. Come on back. But I mean, it's true though. Sometimes we can close ourselves off to the very thing that is sent and meant and purpose and designed and was set apart. It was just waiting for you. And we say, nah, I quit right there, right there. I, I'm at a point now that I don't pass anything up if it's giving to me, not me going after it, but if it's given to me, don't pass it up and open your hands. I love it. Now we, before we come to the end of the show, let's talk about some of your upcoming projects. You have any events? What, what can we do to follow you, find you and support you? Yes. So my podcast OTC, which is called on the cool is mainly on every platform except Pandora. So Amazon, Alexa, Spotify, Apple, anchor everywhere. Um, and it's like I said, it's like world renowned. We're in UK, we're in Japan, we're in everywhere. And it was listened to former cowboy. I just heard Marion Barber. So the late great uh, former cowboy Marion Barber had got a listen when I first started. Um, I recently just released an article and those are usually about me and my personal life communications with Canvas Revel. They're a part of Voyage Dallas. Um, I'm just really active with NAACP and trying to promote a play for them um, with the Fannie Lou Hamer. A lot of people don't know about her, but she was a woman that fought for our voting rights. I mean, she was very important. You don't hear about her, but I'm just everywhere i'm with CompuDot. i'm with big thought americorp and i'm happy to be here just support me that's all y'all make sure y'all find her and support her. now where can we find you on social media what's your instagram or facebook handle yes i only have an instagram people look at me funny but uh my instagram is at aquaflow one word 89 all right y'all make sure y'all stop on by uh, youtube and follow her otc hangout
All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. You can catch me every Saturday at 1 o'clock Central Standard Time at www.mixtalkmedia.org. And shout out to Fluent Radio. We are streaming live in Chicago as well. Fluent Radio. Check us out. Bye, y'all.